I'm Hannah Trum, and this is the Hypocritical Podcast. The challenges of 2020 are still lingering in many industries. We might be in a new year, but the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic reach far and wide. The way we work and the way business operated changed dramatically and almost overnight. Many businesses, especially those in healthcare, were forced to streamline or quickly improve how they operate, how they deal with patients, and how their staff works. Jeff Carlson is on today's episode. Jeff is the Chief Operating Officer of Divergent Business Consulting, a Salesforce and financial consulting company. He and Sierra Langston sit down to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic, how it forced change across many industries, and emerging healthcare trends. Let's tune in. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for joining me today. I'm very happy to have you on. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here, Sarah. Well, Jeff, can you provide some background on Divergent Business Consulting, who you guys are, where you're located, and who you all serve? That would be a great starting point. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks again for the time um, to chat. So we're a salesforce and financial consulting company. Our goal is is really to help uh, others do business differently. So that's kind of the concept behind Divergent. We do it differently. So um, part of our mission statement uh, on our website, you'll see, is to help develop leaders who empower and develop other leaders. We feel that leaders can unlock the long-term potential of you know, people we serve. That could be our employees, our clients, business partners, whoever we're working with. So we really um, find a lot of passion and enjoy helping unlock the potential of others. Um, and it's really fun to see uh, clients uh, benefit from the services you provide. Um, our core services are focused around um, implementations with uh, the Salesforce platform. Um, for any of your listeners who may not know, that's uh, probably the most popular um, customer relationship management software. Um, right. <laughs> governments and most of the Fortune 500, just about everybody's uh, touched or at least knows about Salesforce. Uh, it's a very, very popular tool. So. We uh, help companies set it up and transfer over to start using it. You know, if they already have Salesforce, we help them optimize it and improve how they're using it. Um, the second business unit that we have that we we like to focus on is um, helping companies with their financial business processes. That could be managing their corporate cash flow or business risks, um, managing okay. their debt, investments, things like that. So. Yep. Um, I don't work in that side of the business personally, although I do have a lot of background in financial services. Um, I focus more on the technology and the Salesforce side. So that's what I work with. But some of my other uh, colleagues and business partners um, love to focus on that financial aspect. So kind of between those two things, we, we like to help our clients solve technology and financial difficulties. Like Those are usually the things that uh, can cause businesses the most headache. Uh, right. Most people know what they want to do, how they want to market it, how they want to sell things, but how do you, how do you manage it when things hit the road? So um, we like to, to deal with that. Um, our company is headquartered in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I have a few other offices. We have one in San Francisco, New York, and Atlanta, and a few remote employees. I'm actually one of those remote employees. I'm okay. based in the Salt Lake City, Utah area. Okay, great. Um, but uh, yeah, my other colleagues are kind of in, in those places or uh, wherever they happen to be. That, that's kind of the the world of work today, especially with uh, this past year with, with COVID. The physical locations don't really quite mean as much as they used to. <laughs> right. Pawbox, we're all pretty much remote as well. So I, I am with you. 
Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, as you can imagine, most of our clients are in the United States. Um, we have some clients based in the United States that have multinational operations and, you know, work in other countries. But generally speaking, most of our clients are in the U.S. Uh, and, and we help uh, those types of clients. Okay. Um, yeah. So if anybody wants to learn more about us, our website is divergentnow.com, most space, um, and uh, information about what we do there. And in regard to your healthcare customers specifically, what's the biggest challenge or mission you have currently? So um, with uh, healthcare customers, you know, obviously there's the, the COVID pandemic and that's just been such a major uh, impact for so many people in so many industries and probably healthcare, healthcare more than any other, arguably, at least in my opinion, uh, been impacted by this. Um, so you know, our goal is, has always been to help look at things differently. And I think many people in this pandemic have realized, well, the past way of doing things just isn't going to work. We have to change how we uh, work together and how we um, utilize our people. Um, you know, how many people we need to do certain things, um, how we do training to help people when they can't come in person. You know, how do we how do we help onboard new people? Like there, there's so many different challenges and things that um, you know people have to deal with. And for for healthcare customers, I don't think that's too unique. There's definitely some unique challenges that other businesses don't have. But mm-hmm. um, from what I've gathered, um, their their biggest challenges are generally related around what many other businesses are are seeing. How has COVID changed your approach and really also your healthcare clients' approach to IT security? Things are rapidly yeah. changing. Yeah. They are rapidly changing for sure. <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't enough to just have a COVID pandemic, there's all kinds of other things, uh, you know, going on at the world at the moment. So for, mm-hmm. for us personally and our, our clients, you know, IT security is definitely an important thing. You know, we, we've always had, um, you know, HIPAA compliance and, you know, confidential information that needs to be protected. Um, there's financial information. Several of our clients are in the insurance industry. So, um, you know, you have um, sensitive financial information, uh, personal information, so forth that needs to be protected. Some of our other um, clients, we, we have some that are in the pharmaceutical and drug discovery industry. Um, also, some that provide remote medical um, services okay. for um, you know governments, corporations, nonprofits who have employees who are in far-flung areas of the world. So that was one particular customer that uh, needed a solution like like Powerbox to help them with keeping their their email uh, secure specifically. So um, yeah, it's it's been interesting. They need to find new and different ways and ensure they are keeping everything secure that they need to. Yeah. And thanks for mentioning Pawbox. Um, that kind of leads me into the next question. So how has COVID changed the IT stack of your healthcare customers and clients? I know you um, have some more information on this. Yeah, absolutely. One of those clients that I mentioned, they w- looked for a solution that could integrate with Salesforce. So they were providing support to these, um, you know, governments and nonprofits and corporations that, um, you know, needed medical care in remote areas. And, uh, the solution that they were using because they, they didn't have a lot of case volumes. They didn't have a lot of requests coming in is they just had one big shared email box and they mm. used, uh, an encryption tool that encrypts Gmail. You know, great. That works well if all you need is one email box and you're able to work out of that. But 
it's just not a scalable solution. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, seven people can't work out of one email box, and when you get to fourteen and twenty-one, and keeps going higher, yeah, it absolutely, gets really, not. really difficult. <laughs> you need a customer support system, uh, and Salesforce is definitely one of those great tools in the industry that help uh, support organizations to, you know, better serve, you know, customers or, or patients in this case and vendors. And so this, this customer had been using Salesforce for a long time and they had only been using it for sales and they really wanted to use it better for support. But their big challenge was how do we get email to be encrypted when we are sending it in and out of Salesforce? And right. that's where um, Powbox helped um, fill that need in the IT stack for them. Are there any other solutions or applications that you're that you're currently saying? I know you mentioned Salesforce. So what about Slack? Yeah, Slack is the interesting one. Um, since uh, Salesforce just, uh, I think, a month or two ago, has very recently announced that they're acquiring Slack and going to um, bring Slack in as part of their uh, tool set. But you know, Slack is a great tool for external collaboration. We've also used it as uh, Part of like a, a large enterprise project where mm-hmm. the customer and like us and five other vendors would all use Slack to collaborate together. So it's in this world where you may not be able to get on site and collaborate in person with a bunch of stakeholders. Um, Slack and other tools have definitely filled the need that many companies have to keep things secure, but still keep your ability to collaborate um, really high where you need it to be. Yeah, I agree. We use Slack at Pawbox and it is I it was down for, you know, a couple hours and it, it was hard to function to be honest. So we it's a <laughs> lifeline for us. What are the biggest threats you're seeing from your healthcare customers and clients right now? Yeah, so it's kind of uh, like we were just mentioning with, you know, when Slack went down for you guys, it can kind of bring things to a halt. So certainly this uh technology being a necessary evil almost to, to say that you, you need it to work effectively in the environment we are in now, especially with a pandemic, but there's definitely a reliance on that. So I feel like um, the biggest threats that our customers or clients might have is not necessarily having a contingency plan, right? So many companies didn't have a contingency plan when COVID hit and scrambled to try and figure out, okay, how do we do business now? And there's just lost productivity for a month or two or however long it was. Um, You know, thinking ahead about, you know, if there's some kind of catastrophe, you know, financial or natural or, or whatever that case is, how, how do we do business in an alternative way? And that's not usually the top of everyone's priority list, but it definitely is a good exercise to at least spend some time on. Good thoughts. And thanks for sharing that. And are there any upcoming healthcare trends that our listeners should be aware of? This is a great question. Yeah, this is a really good question. Um, I'm interested to kind of see um, if healthcare companies will um, kind of embrace what many technology companies have. Like we'll see companies like Twitter, Adobe, Facebook, Amazon have just said employees can permanently work from home forever. You know, there's, there's no need to ever come back into an office or collaborate in person. And that's just a very interesting trend that um, you know, in some industries, it doesn't make sense because you provide your services in person and, and so forth. But there may be some healthcare verticals where um, maybe that makes sense. Maybe that becomes a, 
competitive advantage where if you're not delivering that thing, you may not be able to get the employees that you're trying to get. So um, trying to see how COVID will affect everyone long-term um, will be an interesting trying to follow. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I do agree with you that everyone was not prepared. The, the company that I worked for before this, they were not prepared and they did not have anything in place. And they also had to lay off a huge amount of individuals, just like a lot of companies, because they didn't have a contingency plan in place because they weren't prepared for something like this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And where do you see the security compliance or healthcare industry going in the next 10 years? Yeah, it, like I said, it's going to be a very interesting trend to follow. And, you know, if you'd asked this a year ago, the answer might be completely different. Right. <laughs> um, you know, every everyone was caught off guard by, uh, you know, a global pandemic. That hasn't really happened in like 100 years since the Spanish influenza. So right. will that happen again? You know, we're not really sure, but I think it goes back into that same thought of, People need to be thinking about these contingency plans. They they need to be prepared, or um, you know, it, you you are balancing the risk, right? Either you plan ahead and spend time, money, and resources trying to figure out what what will I do if this happens or if that happens, and maybe it never happens, and you just wasted your time, quote unquote. Yeah, I feel like it's better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> right. Or you do that. And if it does happen, you you save yourself a lot of time in the moment and, you know, potentially even save your business or, you know, help different employees and so forth. So um, I feel that this um, thought of needing to have a contingency plan will, will, I don't know if it'll be a widespread trend that is adopted, but certainly many businesses should be thinking about it and are thinking about it now. Jeff, that concludes our interview, and I appreciate it very much. Thanks so much for being on. To access resources to help your organization stay in top cybersecurity shape, visit our blog at www.pawbox.com slash blog. Our latest webinar with Bruce Snell, Global Vice President of Security Strategy and Transformation at NTT, will be at 10 a.m. Pacific on Thursday, June 24th. This webinar will cover the growing threat of ransomware because of the pandemic, how to protect against it, and forward-thinking approaches to mitigate risk. To register for free, please email me at hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, at pawbox, P-A-U-B-O-X dot com, or head to pawbox.com and hit resources. Have you added Pawbox Secure to your fall calendar? We'll be back in person this year at the Park MGM in Las Vegas. Join us on September 29th and 30th for our fourth annual Cybersecurity and Innovation Conference. You'll hear from industry experts like Kelvin Coleman of the National Cybersecurity Alliance discuss healthcare compliance and mitigating risk, and you'll have the opportunity to mingle and network with our speakers and your peers. If you're interested in sponsoring, speaking, or attending Pawbox Secure, please reach out to me at hannah at pawbox.com. For more information about Pawbox Secure, head to pawboxsecure.com. Every episode of the Hypocritical Podcast is available on pawbox.com, or you can subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hypocritical Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Trum, signing off.